Welcome to Kirsty Cast, the show where we hope to illuminate, entertain, and engage our listeners, helping them create the life they want. I'm your host, Kirsty Manor. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Kirsty Cast. I'm Kirsty Manna, and thanks so much for stopping in today. What is your story? Every time that I interview somebody on my podcast, I always ask them, tell me your stay-inspired story. Sometimes, you know, if you're, uh, you're just walking around in everyday life, you might think that you don't have anything to share. That's some amazing, earth-shattering story. But everybody has a story. Everybody has a story that's inspiring that they can tell to someone else. You might think that your story isn't that big big of a story, but I'm sure that if you really started telling it in detail, you would find out just how inspiring it is to someone else. What's ever happened to you in your life What person have you ever met? What song have you ever heard? What place have you ever been that's been really, really inspiring to you? A place that you went maybe that made you cry or or a friend that you've lost that really had an impact on your life. And when you think of them, you smile. That's your Stay Inspired story. I challenge you to find your Stay Inspired story in your heart and tell it to at least one person this week. Don't worry, they're gonna be inspired and they're gonna listen. Because if they love you, they're gonna wanna know more about you and that story is gonna tell them a really, really important thing about your life. Hope you're gonna tell your story to somebody this week. Hope you're gonna stick around for the Shiro Spotlight. We're gonna be right back. Stay tuned for the Shiro Spotlight. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Kirsty Cast and back here to the Shiro Spotlight. I'm really excited to have this artist on the show today. She's somebody that I actually hired to sing demos for me and fell in love with her as a person and with her voice and just really excited to have her on the show and she's going to tell us all about what she has going on. So let me tell you a little bit about her. She hails from Raleigh, North Carolina and she lives here in Nashville, Tennessee. She's a rising country rock artist and she's known for her distinctive raspy tone which I can appreciate as I share that with her. And she's been compared to Cheryl Crow and Stevie Nicks. She was a contestant on The Voice when she was only 15 years old, and she earned a blind audition as one of the youngest contestants to ever be on the show. She has opened for Willie Nelson and performed at the legendary Bluebird Cafe here in Nashville, where she created an industry buzz as one to watch. She made her Whiskey Jam debut in May 2022 and performs over 80 shows a year. And she's going to be telling us a little bit about where she's going to be performing coming right up in December. So let's get right to it and welcome Brooke Hadela. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And it's so great to see you here. Yes. So um, tell me a little bit about how you like performing live and tell us right now before we forget about your show that you've got coming up 
I love performing live. Um, as doing the artist thing, I love songwriting and the behind the scenes, being in the studio. Yeah. But there is nothing like being on stage and performing. That's where I can really pour my heart and soul into my songs um, and touch an audience. So I'm actually playing Whiskey Fest December 4th with a full band. So I'm super oh, excited about that. That's cool. And where's yeah. that going to be? That's going to be at Winner's Bar in Midtown um, in Nashville. All right. Yeah. So Winners is kind of a raucous place. And, yes. And you said that now Whiskey Jam is going to be at a new location. Yes. Downtown Nashville. What do you know about that? So Whiskey Jam is at Whiskey Row now, I believe, down on Broadway. So <laughs> a lot of whiskey. <laughs> yes. A lot of whiskey. Um, you got a lot of tourists down there as well on Broadway, but they're both great. And I'm super excited and honored to be part of both of those events um, and get to play. Yeah, that is going to really be yeah. cool. And I'll have to try to come out and see you, yeah. you know, make my way to the front, you know, because I'm sure. Oh my short. gosh. And I it's hard getting up there. I know. It's, crazy. it's always insane at these events in Nashville. Yeah, it's fun though. I mean, yeah. it's so fun to see shows in Nashville. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. So what was it that attracted you to become a songwriter? Yeah. So even to start before that, I took guitar lessons at eight years old. Um, and then I actually had my first one hour gig at 11. So from eight to 11, I was learning the guitar, wow. singing to the guitar, kind of like learning, how can I play and sing to this? And then that's when I was introduced to songwriting. Um, I would say I was like 13 years old and you know, I would learn covers off of YouTube and play Taylor Swift songs and all of those things. Right. And I was like, I want my own songs. Yeah. So that's when, you know, 13, I can only write about so much. <laughs> but just that time in my life, um, I would take how I was feeling, whether at school, you know, if I felt left out or if there was something I was feeling, um, I would just go home and I would spend hours in my room in my journal, just like writing out these feelings and creating songs. Um, so that's when it really started. And, you know, now that I'm 22 and a little bit older, I definitely have more experiences to write about. Yeah. And I think that's the cool part of songwriting is just yeah. how it evolves over time. And yeah. um, I'm just learning more every day doing it. And I think that's really good advice for anybody who's out there listening that's yeah. trying to understand what to write about. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you you write from your own experiences and then you figure yeah. out as you become a better writer how to not have those songs seem so personal Yes. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And uh, how do you think that songwriting helps uh, girls especially? Because I always think about the songwriter girls of the world. Yeah. How do you think it helps their mental health? I think songwriting is huge for mental health. And I kind of liked what you said about songwriting. Sometimes you put pressure on yourself about what do I write about? Yeah. And I think the cool part of songwriting is you just can lay it all out there. And I think yeah. sometimes it's hard to talk to people about your feelings. Yeah. Um, and that's why I like to pour it into songs. Um, and I just think that, you know, being emotional and being real in your music is huge because so many, whether it's females or males out there can relate to that. Yeah. And I think that music just, it, it shows that emotion and it's really right. real and vulnerable for right. artists to put out music that, with, of things they've gone through. Right. And I think too that uh, songwriting can really, be healing to somebody like if you have a, yes. a have a bad experience in your life that you need mm -hmm. to share you've had loss or something like that or they can you know, relate to it breaking up with a boyfriend whatever it is other somebody else can relate and, and yeah. uh, can really find some healing in that mm -hmm. so uh tell me a little bit about 
what it's going to be like for you in 2024. What are some things you want to work on? Yeah, so 2024, it's crazy that that's coming up so soon. I know. Um, time is flying, but I my goal for 2024 is to just keep releasing music. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on releasing four or five singles in the new year, yeah. promoting them. I'm trying to get better at, you know, the social media. That's a big part of the music industry. Oh, yeah. Um, so just getting a lot of video and footage and content out there and getting people in my audience to get to know me more. Um, Because I think a big part of being an artist is people getting to know you. Um, So that's what I'm working on. And I'm just going to be playing out. I'm trying to do more full band stuff as well. Oh, good. Uh, Yeah, which I'm super excited about. So I'm just going to keep playing shows, keep releasing, and doing the thing. Now, talk talk to me. We were talking for a little bit before we started about you were talking about getting band members. And, of course, people may not know who are listening that whenever you... Uh, have a band come on Mm -hmm. to work with you sometimes it can get expensive oh yeah yeah it's 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 expensive being an artist in the music industry because you have to think of production um promotion you know paying a band so I've found like I want to work with people who genuinely love music and just want to play and have fun and you know work together so I have a really great community of people here that I'm working with and um 2024 that's the other thing I'm looking to find a band um that's mine and I think right Mm -hmm. now I'm playing with a lot of different artists which is amazing but I really want to hone in on like my sound and my group of people who want to play my songs yeah so is your sound when you're live um just I'm just asking you this for people that may not know your music Mm -hmm. yet uh, do you have a lot of background vocals, or do you like electric guitar? What's what's your sound coming to? You yeah. know, how's it shaping up live? I I love any electric guitar because um, I'm kind of doing that country rock show crow vibe. Yeah. So I think the energy of an electric guitar is huge. Um, background vocals haven't thought much about that. I usually do my own BGVs when I record music in the studio, right. but I think having the having another female voice to back would actually be something really cool to consider. Yeah, maybe we'll it would get, add a lot. Maybe you'll yeah. get a female artist who's a yeah. like a rock and guitar player or something that exactly. also sings, you know. That would be awesome. That, yeah. That would be really cool. That's cool to think about. So, uh tell me uh, about some of your latest releases. I know you released mm-hmm. something that John, Don Schlitz wrote. Yes. I want to hear about that story. That's so cool. Yeah, so I recently released a song called Go Home Trouble. Um, I'm not a writer on it. Don Schlitz and Caitlin Smith are, and I've had the honor of cutting it as an artist. So the story behind that song was I was at a fundraising event in Nashville, and Don Schlitz was playing at it. And after the event, he was, you know, going around and talking to people, and I had the honor to, like, go up and talk to him. And I was saying how I'm an artist. I look up to your songwriting and everything you've done. And he was like, do you want to, like, hear some of the demos? He said, I'm a retired writer now. I'm not writing anymore so he's not writing anymore why did he say why he i think it's just he's getting older and i think he just wants to enjoy time with his family and you know sure just kind of being out of the music scene because he's been in it for so long yeah yeah. um so for him to ask me he's kind of like i've got all these songs that are just sitting that haven't been cut and i showed him some of my stuff he loved my voice and he showed me go home trouble and as soon as i heard that song i was like i absolutely love it oh you sound so good on it thank you it's got such an easy thing to it. I really it, and that's the like thing. It's it. Sim- it's simple, simply yeah. written, simply sung. But I think like those are the best songs sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a great experience. So what mm-hmm. did he think of your cut? Did you send it to him? Yes, I did. He loves it. He loves the rasp in my voice because oh, he yeah. said it brings that like emotional feel to the song more. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm excited about, and I feel like that's what a lot of people have said is my voice just captures this emotion. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like the crack and the rasp in my voice oh, yeah. that just pulls in that 
that feeling more. So I'm definitely playing with that to like stand out. Did you ever get frustrated because I've gone through this mm-hmm. in my singing career. Did you ever get frustrated with the rasp in your voice? I could try to clean your voice out and you're just like, forget it, this is me. I I get frustrated because people <laughs> would be like, are you sure you can sing this long? Or <laughs> is there something wrong with your voice? And I'm like, no, this is, I've been like this since I was a little girl. See, me too. Yeah, my parents, I mean, I've always had a raspy voice. Me too. Um, I feel like my talking voice is higher, but when I'm singing, it really shows. Yeah. Um, But it it is funny. Like, I get aggravated sometimes because I'm like, my voice just feels so, like, you know, grungy kind of and, like, deep and raspy. But I do love it. I feel like, again, that's what separates me from other people. I agree with that, too. And I I remember when I was a little girl, (laughs) the pediatrician told my mom, she has a raspy voice and she probably always will. So I guess I had a really raspy voice when I was little, really tiny, you know, three, four years old. So yeah. that's kind of interesting, isn't it? That we yeah. were born with that. <laughs> it is. And I got my tonsils taken out when I was a kid. Oh. So I, I always wonder, I'm like, is that have anything to do with it? Probably not. But I like to think, oh, I got them out. So maybe that, like, <laughs> I, still I don't have, know, increase the rest. I still have my tonsils. So I don't think that anything yeah, probably to do doesn't. with it. <laughs> but all the things that we do with mm-hmm. our voices to try to, for me, it's always, how does it feel? You know? Yeah, because sometimes it can sound worse than it feels mm-hmm. and vice versa. That's true. So. So that's good. Well, we're yeah. we're sisters in that one. I love that. No, I love all the raspy females out there. It's awesome. I love it. So, um, you know, I, I always like to talk to female artists about this. What do you think are mm-hmm. some of the challenges at this point in the market? Or maybe you don't think there's a lot of challenges for female artists. What do you think? Because, um, you know, female artists always gripe about it. Yeah. Female, maybe you don't have any gripes. I would say the hardest part of female artists in the industry, of course, radio. You know, they're not getting played as much as males. And I think that's, it's hard. And I think it's honestly, the business in general is so saturated with artists that it's just like, how do you stand out and how do you separate yourself? And I think for females specifically, it's just like, you know, you've always got to feel like you got to look your best and be your best. And there's a lot more pressure behind that. And I think personally, that's what I struggle with sometimes is, you know, comparison maybe, but it's also just like, you feel like you've always got to do better. It could be better. And I'm my own worst critic. I mean... Yeah. I say it all the time. I'm hardest on myself, and I think I'm trying to just, like, embrace where I'm at and enjoy it and um, just realize that it just takes a ton of baby steps to to get there. Oh, and yeah. you just got to stick with it. Yeah, I think that is so true. Yeah. And and I, I think, obviously, social media does that to everybody's perception yes. of themselves. Yeah. You know, they see where other people have mm-hmm. gone, or, and, you know, we forget that we're seeing, like, yeah one snapshot of their life and Mm -hmm. we don't know the before and the after it always makes me think about when I studied acting like you know what happens before what happens after you say that line you do that scene you know and I think it's the same for artists and uh, that was part of why I started songwriter girl camp Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know you then but that was part of why I started it was because I wanted to encourage girls and women to you know just kind of be in the moment and get powerful in knowledge that's you great. Know, about yeah. what you can do with your career. You yeah. Know? So yeah, what's great. some advice you would give a female artist? Like from all these things that yeah. you're learning about yourself and learning about the industry, what are what are some things that you've really learned that you think you could impart? Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, it's what everyone says, but I genuinely mean it. Like be, stay authentic to yourself yeah. because right to left, you're going to get people telling you, you should go down this way or do this path or sound like this or look like this. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, how are you going to 
be happy and truly enjoy yourself in this business if you're not yourself. Right. Um, so I would say authenticity and then just sticking with it. Um, I also am a big believer that like doors shut for a reason, doors open for a reason. And yeah. I feel like you need to appreciate the doors that close because it brings you to the right door yeah. um, that I'll open down the road. So just sticking with it and staying true to who you are. For That's sure. really good advice about the door thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And also the thing about authenticity, you know, how do you, how do you tell somebody be authentic? Because being authentic also comes with maturity, confidence, age, all those things, yeah. you know, don't you think? I do. And I mean, it's still, I'm still working on it. I mean, I feel like it's a growing process is, you know, as I get older, I'm trying to be more myself and just like fully embrace where I'm at in life and show that and be authentic in any part of my life, whether it's in my music, personal life, um, in my career, anything. And I just think that, um, authenticity is, is huge. And I think it's relatable too, to people. If you show, you know, if I'm having a hard day, in the music, I just released a song and it's not doing well. Just like being honest with people, like, mm-hmm. hey, just released a song. I was excited about it, but it's it's not doing as well as I thought, and it it's upsetting because you put all this work into oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, I don't want to hide any of that. I just want to be real and be like, you know, I love this and I'm enjoying the journey and the ride, but it's also frustrating at times and yeah. it's it's discouraging too. Yeah. Well, and sometimes too, you know, you have to go you have to it's like for example writing a song mm-hmm. you have to write through a couple ones that aren't so fabulous to get exactly. to something that's really golden you yeah. know yep. and the same thing i think with releasing songs cuz uh, not everything is going to generate the same amount of excitement you you know that it might for yourself exactly and you just have to say okay that one wasn't mm-hmm. a home run that wasn't a grand slam that yeah. was like a first base one you know exactly that's all we're gonna get to on that you know <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. so I think that's uh that's a good attitude to have you mm-hmm. know so I always like to ask my guests this because yeah. I think it's I think it's so true uh I like to ask them to to share a, a stay inspired story and that's what I mean by that is Something that's happened to you in your life, it could be anything, any time mm-hmm. in your life, doesn't even have to be about music, that really inspired you, that sticks with you, and, and you like to tell other people mm. about it, or you like to go back to that moment. Yeah. Can it be about someone in my life? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It could be about anything. Yeah. So my aunt is actually, she was a lefty pitcher in the Olympics for softball. You're kidding. Yeah. That's wild. I know. It's it, insane. She, is this your aunt on your, like your mom's yes, sister? Yes, my mom's sister. Oh my and gosh. she's incredible. And she's actually, she's been my role model. Even though it's completely different industry, sports and music, it's still like the same idea of working okay. hard. And um, Stay Inspired story is basically roots from watching her in her career because she, again, lefty pitcher, she had a ton of injuries. She got in a car accident and wow. completely ruined her left arm. She's still stuck with it. Um, and she made it to the Olympics, won two gold medals. Um, You're kidding. Yeah. And it's, softball's not in the Olympics right now, but you know she's trying to get it back. She works with ESPN. She's doing all these incredible things, but I just see her story and I'm like, she had a lot of things get in her way that yeah. she could have given up in that moment and stopped and been like, this is too much, but she kept going. And she always tells me that. She's like, Brooke, just keep going, keep working at it. Um, You know, it can feel like your whole life or world's ending at some moments in time, but you just have to, you have to think ahead and think what could be. And um, I I look at that in my music career, you know, like who knows what will happen, but I truly am just going to like embrace where I'm at and um, be hopeful about the future. And instead of worrying so much about 
what if this doesn't work or what if, what if, instead of what if, so I want to think about what could be. That's great. Yeah. And you, gosh, I hear like five song ideas in there. You should write a song about your aunt. <laughs> yep. That I know. Be, I was thinking that you, I need to do. I have yet to write that. So you should do that. That yeah. would be so great. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that story. That's so funny. And I said something about baseball. I had no idea. Yeah. That your aunt I know. was a sports lady. It's awesome. It really is cool. Does she live in Raleigh too? Or she's in Tampa, Florida now. Oh, yeah. Nice. But she travels all over. Um, because and she's working with ESPN and doing a lot of different like broadcasting events. But wow, what's her name? I yeah. have to look her up. Michelle Smith. Michelle Smith. I'll yep. check her out that's so cool yeah she's great well I'm glad you shared that with us about her that's Mm -hmm. that's exciting so I always ask my guests what is your power word or power phrase yeah ooh, my power word would be passionately and I think I say that because I like to think about anything in life I want to do it passionately um I just feel like if you really love something and want to get better at it, you have to do it with passion. And especially in the music business and how I see it in my career, it's, no, it's not going to be easy. As you know, it's like, there's going to be hurdles, but what I have to do is just stay passionate. Um, And I think that that can take you a long way. Yeah. That's really, really great. Thank you. So if you could be on a dream tour, (laughs) let's go big here, girl. Yeah. What would it, what would it be like? What would it look like? You could talk about your shoes, your costumes, your your set, wow. your opener, mm-hmm. who you, who's your opening act, all that kind of stuff. That's the dream. Like, honestly, people ask me, like, what's your goal as an artist? It's like, it's to tour. Yeah. Um, a world tour. That sounds insane because, like, you know, but you never know. That's that's how I see it. If I'm dreaming big, like, I love traveling for one and I love music. So putting mm. those two together is just, like, the best thing ever. Um, but, yeah, a, wor- a world tour would be the goal. Um and it would just be a band of people I love. So it feels like I'm on the road with family and friends. Oh, um, cool. I would want, you know, my family on the bus. Like that that feeling where it just feels like a big community of supporters. Yeah. Um, when it comes to wardrobe, oh my gosh, I could go on and on. <laughs> and like, that'd be so fun. I love, I feel like my look, I'm still trying to figure that out as I go. But I think my brand is kind of, since it's country rock, I love leather. Mm-hmm. So um, I was thinking if I've if I was ever on tour having like an array of colors of leather jackets and wearing like a different one every night. Um, And it could be coordinated with your guitar or something. Yes, that too. So So you need a couple of really good sponsors. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor. That is cool. So that would be awesome. Um, For sure. I think that would be the absolute goal and just getting to play music and touch people. Yeah, Yeah. that's really great. You You should try to get in touch with some... Um, of these bookers that book yeah. these, uh, these festivals over in Europe. I know. You know? I love Europe. That would be so cool to play You should there. look into that. That might be something mm-hmm. you could get into next year. That for would sure. Be cool. Yeah. Well, tell me, uh, what are you grateful for today? What What is something you're thinking about as we're going into Thanksgiving? What do you Aww. think? I'm thankful for, well, you and Aww. supporters of my music, honestly. You're like, welcome. I think about driving over here and just, like, getting to do rights um, I'm thankful that I have a community of people in Nashville that I can like trust and get mm-hmm. to do music with and have fun with. And yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just thankful for the community I've I've got here in Nashville. That's really great. We have a really great heart. And, Thank you. And you're you're really fun to work with. And I hope anybody that's listening out there, mm-hmm. you know, if they uh, if they ever want a great demo singer, but yeah, but we want you you want to go beyond just being a demo singer. You want to be a uh, 
a household name and you want to be somebody who's really touching people with your music and so yeah so where can people find your music and yeah. your latest song so my latest songs are on all streaming platforms um spotify apple music all that good stuff yeah. brooke hadala brooke with an e and then hadala everyone you know <laughs> is like how does that how do you spell that so h-a-t-a-l-a um and you can find me on instagram social media all under brooke hadala I think that's like you're wearing a hat. Hat a lot. Hat a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I a, just tell people it's hat and then A L A. Yeah, that's re- that's really cute. I like it. Thanks. So, um, what are you going to sing for us today? I'm going to sing a song I wrote called "Feeling My Way," and I love this song because it's just true to who I am, and it's it's mm-hmm. called "Feeling My Way" because it's about just life and realizing that you know everything's yeah. not perfect and the future's not black and white, but realizing that. Um, all you can do is your best and feel your way every day and put in your best. Um, so it's one of my favorites to perform. That's really great. I like that. Did you write that alone or? No. So I co-wrote this one. Um, I co-wrote this one with James Dean Hicks and Jamie Houston five years ago. It was, wow. yeah, it was a long time ago, but it's, it's so crazy because I relate to the song more than ever now. And that's oh. what I love about songwriting. It's just like a song from five years ago. I can feel more now than I did in the moment. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to say you were Belmont graduate. Yes. Which is a huge uh, achievement. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I know a lot of people uh, yeah. really crave going to Belmont and, mm-hmm. and so, many, so many uh, great people that are now in the industry, just like yourself, have come mm-hmm. from Belmont. So that's, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, nice to have you, yes, girl. Yes, thank you. You're this welcome. This has been fun. You're welcome. And everybody stick around. We're going to be right back with Brooke Hadla's song. You're my hero, more than a hero, and I look up to you every single day. I've spent years of self-discovery learning how to live a successful creative life. That's why I created my course, Spark Your Creativity, The Steps to a Successful Creative Journey, to help others discover their own potential. Your creative journey never ends. So why not invest in yourself and sign up for my course today at Kirsty.com. See you on the journey. used to wish that I knew it all That God had given me a crystal ball No surprises, I could see it all Right in front of me I lay a map out of my life I know which way to turn left or right As if the future's drawn in black and white But it ain't black and white Cause sometimes I'm flying Sometimes I'm falling Sometimes I'm laughing And sometimes I'm afraid I wish there was someone, someone
Thanks to everybody for checking out Kirsty Cash and for being with us here today. And a very special thank you to my Shiro Spotlight guest, Brooke Hadela. Don't forget to check out all of her music and watch for her tour dates because she could be coming to a city near you. Also, I want to make sure that you check out my Spark Your Creativity online course. Hope you're going to take advantage of that and, you know, do a little self-care and invest in yourself. And I hope you're going to be back with us next time on Kirsty Cast. Whatever you do, stay inspired. You've been listening to Kirsty Cast. 